Hey everyone, I am super excited to announce a new online program, the Champion Sports Physical Therapy Mentorship. I've teamed up with Dan Pope and Dave Tilly to create this brand new 12-week mentorship program, and we're now opening it up to the very first cohort on June 10th. We hear all the time from people that they wish they had more mentoring and people they can learn from to help accelerate their careers. We're going to take you through all our foundations of sports physical therapy, including our clinical evaluation, working with non-operative and post-operative patients, building return to sport programs, and even learning advanced phase rehab and strength and conditioning principles for rehab professionals. In addition, we're going to have a bunch of case studies, a community, and live sessions to interact and ask us questions. We really can't wait. Check out the show notes to learn more and sign up today. The first cohort starts June 10th. Welcome back, everyone. On this week's podcast, we talk about master's degrees for athletic trainers, restoring flexion in people with disc bulges, and we answer the question, should we treat people with asymptomatic dysfunction? The Ask Mike Reinhold Show. Helping people feel better, move better, and perform better. What's up? Welcome back, everybody, uh, to the Ask Mike Reinhold show. I've lost track of what episode this is, so I, I think officially going forward, we'll stop. 74. Doing that, so. I'll figure it out when we edit this back in there. <laughs> 74. Yeah, episode 74. Uh, welcome back, everybody, uh, for another episode. Uh, I'm here with Lenny McCrina, Dave Tilly, the Gabinator, Gabe Morgan in the house. What up? <laughs> Gabe is here. Um, we're here for another episode to answer some of your awesome questions. Um, I just this morning I was going through a bunch more questions, and uh, again, I'm, you know, first off, I'm, I guess I'm impressed that we have so many questions. We have we have so many. It's awesome, but you know, the quality of the questions I really think are are pretty strong. So, um, you know, we'll see. So, um, rocking my Tony Gentle Core T-shirt today. Just recently got in the mail. Appreciate it, Tony. Tony's the man. Uh, great friend of mine, strength coach. I just want everybody to know he sent it with this fantastic thank you card, right? That's Tony Gentle Core Stationery right there, everybody. Pretty cool. High quality. Pretty cool right there. He's not afraid. So big, strong guy, pink stationery. It's okay. Whales. It's okay. Pink whales. Yeah, pink whales. It's okay. Love you, Tony. Appreciate the T-shirt, TonyGentleCore.com, right? Did I, just, did I pitch that well? But uh, anyway, thanks, Tony. Um, Dave, what do we got? All right, we got some good questions here. The first one is from uh, Jeremy from New York. He says, hey, Mike, what are your... <laughs> Hi, how are you? <laughs> Hi, Jeremy. <laughs> what are your thoughts on the profession of athletic training shifting from a bachelor's of science degree to an entry-level master's? All right, so I guess first off, I didn't know that. Is that, uh, is that no. true? So a bachelor of athletic trainer is gone? That's interesting. Or moving towards. Or moving towards it. So it's interesting. I guess we can talk about our experience, you know, from physical therapy because we've been through a parallel thing. Um, I graduated with a bachelor. Were you a bachelor? I'm a master. Lenny is a master. You of can't get any therapy. higher than that. I'm a sensei. <laughs> so th that's Jedi. actually interesting. So <laughs> this is kind of interesting. So I, I'm, I w was a bachelor. Lenny's a master, and Dave's a doctor. Just from like just generational like or whatever, not generational, but like just timing of when we all graduated. So um, you know that's 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 kind of interesting how we've changed. So <clears throat> if you look at 
the physical therapy field, I think we did that to try to get a little more prestige, a little bit more, you know, good stuff about us, you know, in terms of the profession. I think that's a great way to go. Um, the major problem that we're finding is that, like, Blue Cross Blue Shield doesn't care. Mm. Right, like they so they reimburse the same amount. In fact, that's probably going down over the last ten to fifteen years. Um, so it doesn't matter if you have a bachelor or if you have a doctorate degree; they still reimburse you the same amount in physical therapy. So it's it's really hard for me to really say like, wow, like you know, schooling's going up and there's more years and more debt and PT students. We don't have to get into Gabe specifically, but <coughs> excuse me, I gotta edit that out. Uh, PT students. Um, um, you know, I'd say the last half dozen we've had have all had over a hundred thousand dollars in debt. Guilty. You know, so <laughs> and so we won't. We, yeah, and Dave too. I shouldn't just say our <laughs> students, but you know, so so it's pretty interesting. Just I don't know if I don't know if there's a rationale for that in terms of you know compensation is definitely different. So for athletic training, I mean, I'm an athletic trainer. I, I obviously I love the profession with athletic training. I I don't I don't know what it uh, what it gives you, but we don't really have a choice. You know, you have to do it that way. I think in the long run, maybe 10, 20 years, it's going to be good. But I think right now it's, you know, I don't know. Um, I don't know. Gabe, as a student, what are, what are your thoughts? I mean, you got to have to look at what comes out at the end of everything else. So, like, if a master's of athletic training is earning so much money and a master's is earning so much money, what's the point of going on for a master's degree if you're going to get the same at the end of the day? Yeah. I think, too, like with any profession, like and people always ask, what do you think about chiropractors? What do you think about athletic trainers? What do you think about all that stuff? And I think it always comes down to what the person's motivated to do. I've met just PTs that are amazing physical therapists, very up-to-date. I've met people with laundry lists after their name, and I don't think that they're maybe as up-to-date as they should. I think it was for chiros, for ATs. It's like just because I came out with a doctorate doesn't mean I know more than someone who has a master's or is going to do better. You know, I think it's the person's dedication to their help their patient is more important. Yeah, I think... You kind of alluded to it, but I think the bigger bigger issue is students are taking on so much more debt because the government is saying, we'll loan you money and just keep giving money out to colleges or students to pay for college. But for PTs at least, it seems like the salaries have definitely gone up, maybe not because of reimbursement rates, but I think it has to do with volume of what we're seeing now to keep up with it which is a bad thing. And now we're figuring out we need to transition how we're seeing clients into other types of models that have had to evolve out of that. I don't know. I'm not an athletic trainer, so I can't really say, but how our athletic trainer is going to monetize this to allow their, their, their work as their athletic trainers to make more money because of it. They're not billing for their services. So they're being paid by colleges and, and, and other healthcare companies, but then, Hopefully, these facilities are going to develop a way to get them more money to yeah. help pay for the loans that these kids have had to take out. So it's, yeah, I don't know how that's going to happen. I don't know how it's going to happen. So for four master athletic trainers, then four bachelor athletic trainers. I'm yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's uh, it's tricky. It's we're going down a road that I don't know if we like that. Yeah. Like what we're what we're doing with colleges and I feel like Lenny wants Trump's opinion on this one. <laughs> I definitely need Trump's opinion on this one. I feel like Trump could answer answer this question. I went through well. Trump University. Isn't that legit? <laughs> yeah. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Does that anyway, exist? It did exist, and it did not end well. No. That was his thing. Yeah. yeah. Oh my Boy, <laughs> you see, I'm not political. Lenny wanted to get political there yeah. so bad. Like, next question, yeah. yeah. Anyway, <laughs> Dave, next question. So, I mean, it's certain. I guess, in, in a quick summary, it certainly seems like um, you know, it's it's a progression that has to happen. It probably should happen for the profession. I think it's going to be great. Um, I just, I don't know if today's students are going to be the ones that reap the benefits, and, and it should be interesting. But, yeah, number two. I want to apologize ahead of time if I mispronounce this name, but. Uh, 
Sektival from India. Uh, There's no way that's right. <laughs> no, that's not right, but we'll I call apologize. him Zach. We wouldn't have done better anyway, so don't worry. Yeah, I'm not going to do better. Yeah, Sackville. Sackville? Sackville? Sorry. <laughs> Alright, Sack from India. Thank you. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> How do you improve uh, lumbar flexion movement for athletes with an L4, L5 disc bulge? So how do you how do you improve forward bend? I guess multi segmental flexion with somebody with a disc bulge. So I guess that probably comes down to an acute versus chronic right. disc bulge. Is chronic? Where's the motion coming from? Is there something that's limiting so they're compensating? And you know, I think for me and I know these guys, it goes back to SMA, yeah. watching the move and looking at limitations um, in lumbar spine mobility potentially, and then or in hip hip uh, mobility thoracic mobility looking above and below and then trying to figure out usually the issue is not at L4, L5 and that's where the pathology is occurring is somewhere above and below that you need to work through. Yeah, that's that hurts is probably the victim. You know, they're usually hip issues especially if they're trying to get over. Many people don't have thoracic flexion limitations. A couple people but they're mostly hip Mostly athletes are going to be just tight in their hips. Just soft tissue, maybe even anatomical bony. Are they anteriorly tilted? You know, uh, I don't know. So looking at the athlete, but I would think you have to look, you know, through the chain and, and look at their hips and T spine, particularly their hips. So it sounds like to me, to to go back to Sack's question is maybe don't emphasize lumbar flexion. Yeah. Or not that you shouldn't or anything, but so maybe the question. Or I guess what we're answering is, you know, look at the hips and look at the other segments that could be doing that. There's yeah. no reason why you can't try to optimize that, and that might take a bunch of stress off the back. Right. 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 Is there right. anything you wouldn't do? To try to get, uh, you know, toe touch or whatever. I think, again, acutely, it's kind of the thing for me is, like, how are they two days out of They just strain themselves. Like, then I'm probably going to take away some of those, like, lumbar flexion corrections or some of the end range stuff and probably just work on symptoms. And then as they progress, if it's three, four weeks out, then maybe we can, because you have to reintroduce flexion, right? People are, right. I think this is, like, a fault of mine as an early condition when I was through McKenzie systems. I was like, well, you have to bend over. Like, extension, extension-based SFMA was like, D, DP, avoid the DP. But it's like, you have to restore flexion at some point, so... Maybe not day two, but maybe week two. So, yeah. so what do you guys think? So acutely, maybe um, work on stuff like hips, yeah. other things like that. Um, and then what I always use, I mean, it's pretty easy. If you have a you know slump, straight leg raise, something like that, where you have like a positive neurogenic that's from that thing, obviously you would. I, I would not work on that. Yeah. That's when I avoid that and you know work on uh, centralizing probably the right. neurogenic symptoms before you then progress to that. But that doesn't mean you can't work on the hips and stuff at the beginning. So, nice. All right, Gabe. All right, last one comes from Seneca Falls. Derek asks, is it is intervention necessary in someone with painless dysfunction? Is intervention necessary like with somebody with painless dysfunction? Directly related to the one we just had. Yeah, that's actually interesting. Well, it's, I mean, it's throw it back on a little bit on you. Well, not, you know, whatever, but dysfunction, Yeah. I think, is an interesting word. You said they're dysfunctional, so technically dysfunction. So... Uh, Perhaps what you're saying is if somebody has maybe a poor movement pattern or something like that, right. is it worth working on that if they're asymptomatic? Who wants to start? We do it every day, all day. We have people that are not necessarily in pain but are doing sports that, for example, baseball. We have a dude a little baseball here, and they're throwing a lot. They're not throwing in pain all the time, but they know they need. there's a maintenance program that they need to keep up or there's stuff that we, need, we can look at that we know will result from throwing that we need to work on to make sure that they continue throwing. Um, but, you know, the dysfunction thing, if they are pain-less or pain-free, 
but not necessarily moving at an optimal optimal uh, or up to their most highest potential, then I think there's a spot for for us as PTs as performance therapists that we've kind of thrown around that term uh, recently in previous podcasts um, to help people optimize their motions and move a little better and that may you know prevent long-term issues I don't know you guys have anything? I would say it's goal oriented right what does the patient come to you and say they want to do right is their goal if, if that's why we screen people that's why we have well, a mess that's why we do all that stuff right if they come yeah. to you and they say I want to just live and have a good time but if they're like I need to do X Y and Z like for me like if someone comes and they have terrible over mobility like I can't say you're definitely going to hurt your back in gymnastics or another sport. If you can't squat, you're going to hurt your back. But I've seen a lot of people who come to me with back pain after if somebody picked up that overhead mobility issue and baseball players have really big thoracic you know, mobility restriction. Like, like, well, we should probably take care of this because it's correlated to maybe even injury risk down the road. They're not hurt then, but that's why they come to see you to stay not hurt. Yeah, I think as PTs, yeah. we, we're, so, we're so focused on having to get a prescription from a doctor because somebody got to the point of pain and right. then they finally come and see us right. versus being that preventative musculoskeletal um, specialist that can help people move better and prevent stuff and take away some of the... Definitely. I guess crap that the healthcare industry has to deal with because people take it too far and don't get the preventative stuff, and now we're here for them. We're here to to work on that stuff. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I I think what the only thing I would really add, I don't I don't have much to add. I mean, that was really perfect. Um, you guys, yeah, you guys dominated that. Fantastic. <laughs> um, is I think we're real cautious here to not, you know apply like a nocebo effect you know and just just to be kind of careful with that with people we don't we don't come here and point fingers and try to make mountains out of mountains a mountains out of molehills molehills mountains yeah. out of molehills that's a weird one that's a weird <laughs> phrase mountains what was i talking never about? heard of that yeah. you never heard of that no. <laughs> really i think no. that's weird <laughs> uh, we just we got to be careful that we're not like creating a problem out of nothing right. just to justify our treatment or something sure. i think really Dave said it really well. Lenny said it really well. Essentially here, if you're coming with an injury and they have pain, a lot of times there's some dysfunctional patterns elsewhere that are causing that. I think it's just part of a whole curriculum to, to kind of work on that. But sometimes it's, you know, this is exactly what Dave said. It's why are they coming to you? If somebody's, somebody's coming to me because they, you know, they want to throw harder in baseball or they want to do an overhead press in the gym and they have thoracic spine limitation or something like that, then, then yes. I mean, then, you know, it's, you know, those are the types of things we work for. They may not be in pain, but we're trying to optimize them. We're trying to enhance their performance for whatever tasks they're trying to accomplish. So I, I think there are, you know, times. So nice. Very good. Yeah, so I'll close out. Um, Is that three? That's three. That's three. Crush Way it to out. go. Uh -oh. Thank you, boys. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it again. Um, we're really enjoying the podcast. I hope you guys are. Um, want some feedback? If you have some feedback, please leave it for us. Um, I think the big thing we just need right now, really, to just kind of keep this this ball rolling with the podcast, um, is really you know some help probably on iTunes. Just go in, give us a review, a quick rating. Um, literally takes like ten seconds. So would really appreciate that. But ask us questions. Uh, MikeRinald.com slash podcast. You can subscribe there. Ask us some more stuff, and uh, we'll get to your questions down the road. So thanks so much, guys. We'll see you on the next show. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. If you have a question you'd like us to answer, head to MikeReynolds.com slash podcast and fill out the form to submit your question. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcast. And please share this with your friends to help spread the word. It would really mean so much to us.
Please check out all my online courses, articles, newsletter, and more at MikeReynolds.com. There's always a ton of great perks for my newsletter subscribers. And be sure to check for my other podcast, the Sports Physical Therapy Podcast, where I go deep into topics and interview leaders within our field. See you on the next episode.